I am here to offend all of you. There was no preparation, inclination, or forethought whatsoever. How does Satan kill? You just need to stop it. Why are these, why are these people here? Why, why are they here? You've almost made it to the weekend. Give us some men who know the truth. <laughs> What's going on guys? You're listening to the No More Silence podcast. I appreciate you listening. Thanks for tuning in. This week we're going to start a series called A Picture of God. Now in this series we're going to be focusing on a few glimpses, a few portraits, a few self-revelations that God has given us so that we can grasp a bigger and a better understanding of who he is. We don't want to create our own God, create our own image of God, or create our own likeness of God. We want to see how God reveals himself in his word, the Bible, and see what it is that he's telling us about him. Okay? If you want to get to know me, hearing me speak especially about myself, is going to be one of the best ways to understand who I am. Hearing about who I am from those closest to me would also be another best way of understanding who I am. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to be looking at those closest to God from the Bible and what God himself says in the Bible. Okay? Now this week, we're going to start with Exodus chapter 7. Now, just to to sort of catch us up with what's going on in Exodus, Moses was born in Egypt. The Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, the people of Egypt ended up enslaving the Hebrews. The Hebrew people were slaves in Egypt. And God told Moses, he said, Moses, you're going to be the one to go to Pharaoh and you're going to convince him to let the people the Hebrew people go. God calls them my people. They are God's people, the Hebrews. So God is telling Moses, you're going to go to Pharaoh. You're going to speak to him and persuade him to let my people go. Now, I don't know if you saw the Prince of Egypt. It's not totally accurate according to the Bible, but it's a good picture of how God used Moses in this situation. So God tells Moses what to do, what to say to Pharaoh and everything that's going to happen. But Moses is really afraid to do such a bold thing to the king of Egypt. I mean, at this time, you said the wrong thing to to Pharaoh. Uh, You could be killed. You could be imprisoned. You could be exiled. Lots of things could potentially go wrong in Moses's mind. He's not thinking about how God is in control of all of these things. And so he's thinking from a human perspective and he has some fears. And so he's really pleading with God, please send somebody else. Can you ask somebody else to go? So God ends up letting Moses tell his brother Aaron what to say to Pharaoh. And so there's now a a chain of command. God tells Moses what to do and say. Moses tells Aaron what God says. And then Aaron tells Pharaoh what Moses says. And now this chain continues. God tells Moses, do this, say this. Moses tells Aaron, 
to do this and say this. Pharaoh doesn't listen. And so we see the, the sort of chain of, of command going from God to Moses to Aaron to Pharaoh. But the picture of God that we get is defined a little bit more clearly in Exodus chapter 7. So I'm going to read that really quickly and we'll see what God is doing by using this chain of command. So chapter 7 verse 1, it starts out like this. The Lord answered Moses, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. Some translations say, I have made you a God to Pharaoh. But the point is the same. I've made you like God to Pharaoh, and Aaron, your brother, will be your prophet. You must say whatever I command you, then Aaron, your brother, must declare it to Pharaoh so that he will let the Israelites go from his land. Now, the question we have to ask is why does God say, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and then give this explanation. In what way is Moses being like God? What is God saying about himself that is being represented in this chain of command from Moses to Aaron to Pharaoh? He says, I've made you like God, and then Aaron, your brother, will be your prophet. You say the things I tell you to Aaron, and he will declare it to Pharaoh. In other words, God speaks to the prophet, and then the prophet declares what God has said to the people. That's why God is saying, Moses, I've made you like God. Pretty much Aaron is your prophet. Pharaoh's the people. You're speaking through the prophet to the people. And in this first episode of, of A Picture of God, I want to show and emphasize that God, from the very beginning, makes it clear that he speaks to us through these certain prophets. That is consistent with scripture. Okay. God speaks to people through prophets. Now, I know today many people call themselves prophets and many people call other people prophets. But what we do know for certain is that the people in the Old Testament who wrote the scriptures were prophets that God spoke to and spoke through to get to us and to get to his people, Israel. Now, God has things to say to us. God is not silent. God is not far away and uninvolved in the things in the daily lives that, that we live. But he has spoken to us and given us clear instructions that he wants us to live by, to believe in, and to follow. But he gave that through prophets. That's why it is important that we always bring things back to the scriptures, to the Bible, to the word of God. This is what God has said to his people through prophets. He is making this clear. He speaks through prophets. So we don't just take the Bible as some book of people who just wanted to write some stories down. But rather, God is making it clear that this book is his very words to us. Now, if you don't believe in God, that's a different story. But if you do believe in God, then you have to understand what he's saying here. He is speaking to you very clearly. But we have to have a higher view and understanding of what the Bible is. Okay, I'm going to turn to another scripture that speaks about the prophets and the apostles. 
and that's Hebrews chapter 1. All right, let's turn there really quickly. Hebrews 1, verse 1. It says, Long ago God spoke to the fathers by the prophets at different times and in different ways. Now, when it says God spoke to the fathers, it's talking about the fathers of the faith. The Hebrew people, the Israelites, the Jewish people, they view all of the, um, their ancestors, the, the, the Israelites who were in the Bible, as the fathers. So it's just talking about the, the, the Israelites that, that were there long ago. And it says, God spoke to them by the prophets at different times and in different ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. God has appointed him, his son, the heir or the inheritor of all things and made the universe through him. Talking about the son, Jesus. Now we have again another emphasis on the fact that God had a message. He gave it to the prophets and they spoke to God's people. Those messages were written down and preserved for us so that we can also know how to live and who to turn to. But then we have a new point. All of those things that were being said through the prophets were finalized. They came to the conclusion. They came to the big finale in Jesus. All of those things, everything in the Old Testament points to Christ. And now the reason I, I brought out this verse is because it's not enough to simply recognize that scripture is God's word, that the prophets really said the words of God, the things they said were true, the things God had to say were actually from God and written down. But we have to recognize Christ is the one who fulfills and finalized all the things that the Bible talks about. Not only that, He's going to inherit the whole universe. He's going to come and reign as king over all of the things that we see. And it's your decision now to ask yourself, is this who I'm going to follow? Is this who I'm going to believe? Is this who I'm going to turn to to figure out how to live, what to believe, what to do? Am I going to reject the words that God has given me? Am I going to reject Jesus Christ himself? Or is this someone that I'm going to believe? Is this someone that I'm going to start to listen to? When I think, oh, I'm not hearing from God. I don't feel close to God. I don't feel godly. Have I really turned to the word of God? Have I really turned to Christ as my director, as my direction? Have I exhausted all that the Bible has to say? This is the goal of our lives, to follow Christ, because all the prophets pointed to him. Everything that God did in the Old Testament pointed to Jesus. And everything that God is doing now still points to Jesus. And we need to be living in a way that is going to constantly point others to Jesus and point ourselves to Jesus. He's the only one who's going to inherit all of this. He's the only one who made the universe. He's the only one that is the image and the reflection of God that we need to be trying to follow. Okay, so in this first picture of God, you know, I'm going to keep it short, but I want to show us that God speaks and spoke through the prophets. He wrote the words down. And um, th this is what he has to say to us. 
So let's turn, let's, let's have a new um, lens that we view scripture through. Let's have a new attitude towards the Bible and towards God and how he speaks to us, how he communicates to us. Let's not try to look to other ways. Oh, I want him to communicate through this. Or I want you to tell me through this. When he says, listen, I've spoken to you. I said everything I needed to say. You refuse to listen. So let's start to listen. Let's start to seek God in his word. And our lives will be drastically different. Thank you for listening.